Bishop Irinate saying that I am this and that and like the best in many things which I never thought it is going to happen to me since when I have decided to go to the monastery to dedicate myself to spiritual monastic life I have plans for myself only to escape world to go to the monastery, to close the door behind me and to be alone with God. But very often we don't know what is good for us. Sometimes we are struggling against God's will. But then again, as I have done many times when I used to live in the desert, I have spent five years in the desert, I mean in deserted place where there is no man no people. It happened from 2005 until 2011 uh, in the tri triangle of Serbia, Montenegro and Kosovo. It is a, there is a little monastery in the mountains where I have, I have uh, built an, a hermitage on the uh, 1,300 meters altitude where I spent five years and in those days I had terrible troubles and, and, and struggles with uh, spirits of darkness because they don't like when somebody goes to be alone and to pray to the Lord because they know when we withdraw either on, in ourselves or if we withdraw from the people somewhere in the, some deserted place the spirits of darkness they know that we are the closest possible to the Lord and that we have opportunity to unite with the Lord. We have opportunity to accept, to receive the Holy Spirit as it is possible to the human being. And they are fighting strongly. And uh, during those sufferings of mine, I would... Uh, fight with the Lord. I would quarrel. Is that the right word? Quarrel. quarrel. I would quarrel with, with, with Jesus Christ. I had this boldness because I used to feel him as my own father. Much closer to me than my physical one. But I would never let myself go into the bed without repenting for such a mindlessness. 
for such a mindlessness to, to fight with the Lord, with the creator of the universe, with my own father. So I would say, forgive me. Forgive me my, myself, which I am without my mind. The crazy one. Crazy, stupid little monk saying such a terrible things. But you know that you are the only one that my heart is, belongs to. And he would forgive. I would feel this during the night. Uh, those spirits of darkness are very able to approach our central nervous systems and to give us their thoughts. And in most cases, we believe that those thoughts are ours and we listen to them. And that's why there is a hell in the world. It's a one long, prolonged, great tragedy which goes on in the world. We can see that and we can feel that on ourselves and on the skin of our fellow man and our close relatives. We see that we mostly, more or less, but mostly suffer. And we are not made to, to, to suffer, but to rejoice. But unfortunately, the humankind departed away from the teaching of the Holy Church, from the teaching of the Lord, who wants to do for us to rejoice in this world. He wants good for us, but he respects our freedom and he doesn't want to push us to do good. He wants us to do it deliberately. So that's why, unfortunately, we usually listen not to the first voice, which is the voice of our con conscientious. It, all, it first comes to us. It is the voice of the spirits of, the, of light. And usually, these thoughts are sometimes very hard for us. And we try to escape, not to obey. It says, be good, be moral, be responsible, be hardworking, be loving towards your fellow man. And very often it's so hard for us, I don't know why. And the very next voice that comes to us it is voice from the spirit, spirits of darkness. And it, it is always much closer to us, easier to listen to him, because it feeds, it feeds our passions, our obsessions, our lusts. And it is in this fallen state of our nature much easier to follow those, in, those, uh, those suggestions which feeds our lusts than to obey those suggestions that makes us eternal because it's not easy to become eternal to be immortal to be endlessly joyous and joyful in the kingdom of Lord it's not easy but it's not impossible and 
anything in this world which is serious and valuable it's not easy to accomplish and how much more it's not easy to accomplish the highest purpose of our life which is accepting of Holy Spirit and being healthy and sound in soul and to be healthy to be cyclically healthy to be normal as they say today because I always like to say that Orthodox Christianity is supreme psychotherapy first of all and we, when we are healthy in our soul in, in our mind it is a precondition of course precondition when we take off this body and when we trust in this another world to be in the realm of light so that's why it is extremely important to clean ourselves to heal ourselves in this world in order to reach the heavenly kingdom which we can taste even in this world and not even but we are we are we have to do this because it's given to us can you imagine something is given to you and you don't want to take it and it's in immense wealth when I just when I had a, a lecture in a Greek Orthodox church in Melbourne a few days ago after the lecture uh, there was a, a Greek young lady whose father is her mother is Greek and her father is Australian I believe English or something like that uh, whatever and she asked for a telephone number so I uh, I refuse to give telephone number to everybody because it's just impossible for me to, to, to receive all those calls but somehow I felt that she she deeply she was deeply begging me for telephone number so I gave her my telephone number and she called in about two days and she asked me if I'm going to be uh, so uh, pleased or kind kind to, uh, to accept her and her father actually not her but her father and her father came he, she, she came with her father and uh, the, the, the thing was that her father was the last four years suffering from uh, very 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 strong depression clinical depression and he had a therapy in a nearby psychiatry clinic and he was taking already four years heavy uh, psychoactive drugs antidepressants and at the first moment that he entered uh, our church in Brunswick in Melbourne he uh, started to tell me that well he basically came because his daughter wanted what wanted him to come and uh, and I have to know that uh, his problem with depression is basically something which is uh, nothing spiritual there is nothing spiritual in it it's just a problem with uh, his uh, chemicals in his brain and it's a problem with transmitters these hormones and uh, basically he believes what science says and this is it that 
there is nothing more that we can talk about it. Let's talk about other things. Whatever. Football, politics. Of course, he didn't say that. I'm just exaggerating. But it was in this way uh, he was um, saying this. But what I, what I have understood that he was an extremely religious person, although in a completely opposite way, because he, he had a great belief in science. And this is absurd, because we see that science actually fails every, let's say, 50 years and changes these uh, laws of science. And we see that it is also very hypothetical, that they're not sure what they're saying. Sometimes it's absolutely different that they were claiming it's revolution in science. And now it says they're not. A year ago they said you have to eat this and take these drugs. Next year they say, no, don't take this. It, it's, it makes cancer or whatever. And believing this, having such a strong faith, is so, how should I say, stupid. Simply said. So we see that actually man in this world cannot live without religion. We are homo religiosus, a man who needs to be religious. So we see that uh, in today's world, the man cannot live without religion. We are actually beings that cannot live with worshipping something. So let's say from the beginning of the 20th century, we had Christianity, of course, like from long time ago, but then since the Western man, man of the Western Europe in the first place, uh, had expelled Christ, uh, Jesus Christ from, the, from, from, from our communities, uh, like it says in Dostoevsky's Bracha Karamazov, great inquisition or inquisitor, I would say, there is a story that Jesus Christ came on the earth again, on the second time. And uh, it happened in Italy, and where the Roman Catholicism is. So they saw him. Unbelievable. Jesus Christ. Take him. Quickly. Do not let him talk to people. So they took him, and then they, they took him to the, uh, to the church where the Pope was, or whoever, great inquisitor. The, uh, the great judge, the, the church judge, and he came there, and after a certain talk, it, it is a, it is a, a extremely great, the greatest, one of the greatest passages in the world literature. After, finally, he told, they, they told him, you see, Jesus, you died so young, you know, you were only 33. You didn't learn what the life is. Let us, elders, take care of this world. And you go back to your heavens. We don't need you anymore here. So what they did, uh, Roman Catholic Church, they uh, went back to the uh, pagan times, to Aristotle, to the Aristotelian logic. And... Uh, Basically, in pagan times, and in those times, ancient times, before Christ, there was always a feminine and masculine principle in, in, in divinity. They always had 
God and goddess. God and goddess. So since they started to follow the pagan world, and this is what happens. I do not I do not intend now to criticize Roman Catholic Church. I'm just saying that they introduced pagan world again in Christian world and it was disaster. Logic, no faith. And uh, so since they were they went back before Christ, they said, Roman Catholic Church, they said, we are going to make goddess and God. And goddess was mother of world, Theotokos. But they, they, uh, they, they distorted it. They distorted it, and they made her that she was uh, uh, conceived immaculate. Uh, that they made goddess out of her, which is absolutely wrong. She was human being, and she was conceived like we, we all are, we all were. And the, 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 the masculine principle is Pope. And Christ, we don't need him. Go back. So that's what happens in this world. And that's why we expelled Christianity from the Europe, from the Western world, and from Europe all over. United States of America, and consequently Australia, the uh, civilized world, Western world, but we cannot live without religion. We, can't, we cannot live without worship. So, after Christianity, there was a Buddhism, there was a Hinduism, Zen Buddhism, and then socialism, communism, democratism, and whatever. And finally, we have today's religion, which is consumerism, to consume. We actually need to consume all the time something. But we have lost the idea, what do we need? And what do we need to consume to satisfy our need? And they told us, this civilization, this upside-down civilization, perverted civilization, told us what, what to take. So, so what happens uh, since we have lost our through religion, we enter this consumerism, and this consumerism is uh, attacking us, saying buy, buy, buy. Just they, they, somebody just told me that uh, uh, the second day of the, of, the, of the Christmas, I think, is this uh, hysterical Boxing Day. Boxing Day. People are going there at eight o'clock in the evening, waiting, waiting until. And they're opening at 3 or 4 o'clock or four in the morning. And they're spending immen immense amount of money. For what? <clears throat> but they're just brainwashed that they should spend money. And they do not think, why should they spend this money? They just go and spend money. And they don't... 99% of this merchandise, they just put away after that. But, you know, it comes from the point that man he has need to be good to be good person to give something to somebody else to show love it is deeply ingrained in uh, in, 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 in 
ingrained in, 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 a, in a human's mind, the human's heart. And, uh, but we have lost this because we do not have touch with the true meaning of life, which is only concealed in the uh, original Christian church, which is called Orthodox Church. And since out of that, we still have, we still have this need and we want to fulfill this need to give something away to our dear ones. But we do wrong. I remember when I was young man in back in Belgrade, I had a girlfriend. And she loved me so much that she used to go there out somewhere and she used to buy me a pack of cocaine. That's how much she loved me. And I appreciated it. I said, such a good girl. That's how we were formed, raised. From, not, not from my grandpa and grandma, but from the uh, Hollywood movies and from whole rock and roll philosophy which was on in Belgrade in those days, in New York, Paris, wherever, even here. And uh, so that's why we are just taught if we are to be brave, to be masculine, to be adult, is to uh, consume, consume alcohol, consume drugs, consume everything that this upside perverted, upside down perverted society tells us. Go and buy, go and take, take in yourself. You see, we cannot live even without mobile phones. <laughs> we are so connected madly to this world. We all the time expect somebody will call us. Something, something very important will happen. Job, friendship, love, drugs. My dealer will call me and maybe he will have some good discount for, for ecstasy or for LSD trip or for... For, for, for marijuana or something like that. We cannot live with, with all this civilizational uh, advancements. 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 So we are actually uh, like uh, uh, invalid. Disabled. Like we are disabled actually we have all these things. And we see how corrosive is this world, how, how toxical this world is, if we listen to it absolutely. What I'm saying is that it doesn't mean that we have to leave this world, that we have to uh, go into the mountains, everybody has to be a monk. So, Now we are in a very specific period of year, which is called the Lenten period. It is, um, 
how should I say this in English? Advent. Advent. Uh, it is extremely important because it gives us strength to say no to this world, to be our own, to have our own opinion of, of life, that we do not listen what they tell us to do. If they tell us to be good people, to be responsible, to give love, to be hardworking, that we are going to obey. But if they, they are tell us, they tell us not to go to the church, that God doesn't exist, that moral doesn't exist. What is moral? Moral is what is pleasing to me, as one actor said. And this we are not going to listen. This we are not going to obey. We are not going to obey this at all. But especially in this period, we will show that we have our own way, which is good way, true way. And we are going to show this to this community, not being hysterical, not being gloomy and whatever, but we are going to be joyful. We are going to work on our personalities. We are going to work on our spirit. We are going to receive the grace of God. And we are going to be very pleasant personalities. Nice people. People who have love and understanding for others. And this we acquire with all those features that they are given to us from church. Church is not there to uh, exhibit the power that some people in these robes are there and we are there and we have to listen to them. No. Church is there to help us to be healthy, to be joyful in, in, in life, to have strength. When I wake up in the morning, not to stay under my cover, not, doesn't, not wanting to, to look into the face of, this, of that day, which happened to this Australian man who came to me and he said, when I wake up in the morning, I just cannot go into that day. I just want to stay. And the best thing is, would be if I die. And very often we, 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 we feel like this. So that's why we need to obey, not the church, not Pope, not, not priests, but we need to obey the creator of the universe by himself and his son who came on this earth 2015 years ago. And he told us how to be healthy and how to be joyful. And uh, that's why we are going to go through these periods of, of, of fasting, joyful. And we are going to show that this is something extremely good. And we are going to, uh, we are going to, to be missionaries, not shouting on the, on the crossroads, like I saw many disturbed so-called Christians in the United States, in New York streets, taking those speakers loudspeakers and yelling hysterically repent repent in a in a, such a terrible manner that you should just take them to the psychiatry clinic we are not going to be missionaries of that kind we are going to preach our faith with our own model with our own how do you say um, primer with our own example, of course. And the best way how to help this world, 
is to show our own example. And how are we going to show our own example if we do not work on ourselves? If we take whatever comes to us from this crazy world and uh, so since we have lost the true meaning of life but we still have need for beauty we need world around us and in us to be beautified to be beautiful we need to be surrounded with beauty we hate to be surrounded with with ugliness and um, we have this deep need in ourselves but since we have lost the true meaning of beauty and the true meaning of beauty is a, like a, in Greek world kalos means good and nice in the same time good and beautiful and the only one am I right uh, and who is the supreme who, not what who is the supreme goodness and beauty the son of God Jesus Christ but since we have lost this idea we need we are seeking and trying and struggling to acquire beauty in absolutely wrong ways wrong means and what we are doing is that I have seen this uh, phenomena of tattooing so uh, getting tattoos all over our bodies because it's not enough anymore to dress nice because our soul is screaming deep from from our deepest depths and saying I'm unclean I'm unclean Aesthetize me, uh, beautify me, make me beautiful. And we don't know how to do that because we have lost this beautiful teaching. What is beauty? What is goodness? And then, so we take off our clothing and we are painting on our bodies. And uh, can you imagine how is it going to look in a few years, few decades? like a dead body it is going to lose the form it is going to become distorted distorted it is going to lose the, the, this, the pigment the form the shape and we are going to look like uh, old uh, witch like old witch you know like ugly old woman or ugly old man who lived his life in a sinful manner you can see those old people who were leading passionate lustful life this lust comes out from their faces and we see how ugly they are this ugliness comes out of obsession out of passion out of lust that we conceal in ourselves and I have seen already elderly people with tattoos it is absolutely disgusting it is like demons like, like devils like uh, I have no word 
how they look like. It's terrible. And they are unhappy. They are extremely unhappy because they don't have this beauty of their bodies anymore. They cannot have sex anymore. They cannot take drugs anymore because they are old. They cannot stand it anymore. And it's hell. They prepared their hell in this world to enter old age. In this way, you're actually entering your own hell. And we see that the only way how to find real beauty around, our, around ourselves and, and in ourselves is to acquire real, original beauty which comes from the universe, which comes from the uh, creator of the universe. Because creator made everything beautiful. Just go out from the city and everything is beautiful. No matter if it is desert or whatever, everything is beautiful. And this beauty of today's Gold Coast or whatever, it's really beautiful looking from outside. It is ugly because it's full of passionate, lustful obsessions. You see there that people are so greedy and there is no real love anymore. That another person is just a mean how to get more money. Another person told me that just to, to clean up one tooth root, root is $1,000 without uh, uh, fill, filling, just cleaning the root. I'm, I'm a dentist and I know it's not a big deal. You know, you can do it in half an hour. In half an hour, you make $1,000 and even more. What did they told me? Like $10,000 some is, is to give a birth. You know? So uh, it is a blackmail. We live in a world of a blackmail. We are, we are living in a world of raping. We are all raped. They are raped for nothing. So I was a dentist. Saying that uh, since we realize what is the true meaning of life and where can we find it, we are going to live in a temperate way. Uh, we are going to uh, introduce in our life temp I will feel the grace of the Lord in me and it's not something abstract that only desert fathers holy father, holy the saints have this, no, we can have this uh, grace of the Lord which is the supreme energy that holds this universe in existence and of course we can find it only in the original Christian church which is the supreme goodness and the supreme beauty and out of this, from this point, we are not going to have this mad craving to fill us, fill us up with all that this crazy society gives us. We are going to say, okay, but I don't need this. I feel good. Somebody will approach me and, and tell me, I have a very good cocaine. Let's sniff a line. It will make you feel good. But I'm going to say I don't need it. I already feel good. And I'm not going to lie. I will really feel good because I will feel the grace of the Lord in me. 
And it's not something abstract that only desert fathers, holy fathers, holy the saints have this. No, we can have this uh, grace of the Lord, which is the supreme energy that holds this universe in existence. And of course, we can find it only in the original Christian church, which is called Orthodoxy. And it's there for whoever wants to look for it. Whoever have enough uh, was being seriousness? seriousness, seriousness, who have enough seriousness, who uh, take deep look in ourselves and say, what is actually my priority? My priority is to be immortal, and I do not believe this world and this science, who says that after death everything finishes. I know that there is immortality and I want to be immortal. And who doesn't want to be immortal? Even, even this, this, this crazy world, they say, oh, I want to leave something behind me that my name stays forever. And it's so cheap. I myself personally want to be immortal. And it is there. And we know. We know from monks who used to go away in the deserts, who would dedicate themselves to the prolonged prayer in solitude. And in certain majestic moments, they would feel that they are immortal. They would feel this flame of immort immortality burning in them. And nobody have to tell them anymore that there is immortality. They know there is immortality and it is in myself. I just have to obey certain rules, certain system, which is called ascetical, Christian ascetical feet, and it doesn't have to be something that kills us. God knows what is fit for us. We just have to give our optimum, and we will reach this goal of ours.